to Inside the Drinker's Studio. My name is Ralph, and I'm here with Michelle. Hello. And today we've got an episode about cocktails. Yeah. And we're joined here by Ryan Bean, former bartender of Hope and Ink. Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing? So we've got four cocktails here. Uh, I've heard they're all very citrusy. There's a lot of citrus. Grapefruits, yeah. lemons, oranges. And some flambe. Flambe. Flambees. Flambeed. Flambeed. It's hot out there, so... Hi, Juan. We also have Juan, our producer. Our producer, back from Chicago. He's over here. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm back for a week <laughs> again. <laughs> so, we're here at the Black Orchid Lounge. It is, what, like, going on 11? Uh, it's like... It's late. 10.46 at night. 10.46. And it's still probably like 90 degrees. Still pretty hot, um, but we've got these these awesome citrusy cocktails to to keep us company. Yes. So, Bean. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about yourself. Personally? Or just real quick? Go on. Well, where do we start? Um, Bartended for a long, 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 long time. The last place I bartended at was Hope and Anchor. Um... For how long? Almost six years. Oh, yes. Older than some of your children. <laughs> do you miss it? No. Really? <laughs> I do and I don't. Who don't you miss? Being yelled at across the bar by someone who has no idea what my name is, but all of a sudden <laughs> we are best friends, and by getting my attention is a snap of a finger or saying, Oh, yeah. Hey. That guy. My that guy. F- hey, buddy. Hey, dude. Hey, friend. Hey, compa. Hey, buddy, buddy. What's all up? The people so, speaking in Spanish. No, I don't mind that. Mm. I've seen that guy. So Older girls, like, hey. Well, they didn't really tip, so I don't really care about <laughs> them. So you could call me whatever you want as long as you had enough money in your hand, then that was fine. It's like a prostitute, but behind a bar. And <laughs> I didn't so really... It's a classy prostitute. Right. Classy prostitute with about six and a half feet from us. Kind of okay. like a, it's like a restraining order. Awesome. <laughs> like a really short one. Okay. Wasn't huge, but you know enough space. Um, worked there for six years. Ran the bar. Started playing around with cocktails and reading and learning. And thanks to you, yes, got some certifications done through. Yeah, thanks to me. Who through, got you bar smarts? Uh, Who got you bar smarts? I, I just said thanks to you. Okay. So, I just I just like you saying my name. So Pernod Rashad. Um, <laughs> yeah, Michelle. Um. Yeah, just certified in that, started reading, started studying a lot, and then did our damnedest to try to change what a drink was in El Paso. Oh, yeah. Um, I I can say that we were probably the first one to do it in El Paso. But you call yourself the pioneer. I of... wouldn't call us the pioneer. No. The bars that were doing it, we just started doing it consistently, and we stuck with it. And then mm. we started playing around with flavors, trying to get spirits in that you didn't find before, other weird, funky stuff such as... Combinant, like finding bitters from not just a single Angostura or a yeah. Chodes and going into the off the wall, the grapefruit, the celery, the cherry, the cucumber. Cu- well, not even cucumber, celery root bitters. And then going as far as to start making our own and then yeah. learning that we could actually infuse stuff and make our own yeah. flavor profile and trying to play with it and technically be cooks behind a bar. Yeah, that's pretty much that's- what we do. And change everybody's idea of what a cocktail should be and what it should look like. Exactly. So, and get away from the idea of processed drinks. Instead of, you know, you can be a speed bartender, you can do a lot of volume, but you can still make a solid cocktail. You can still make a solid drink that 
doesn't taste like it came out of the fountain at I don't yeah. know, Denny's or whatever it was. We didn't suicide bomb a cocktail and just utilizing the simplest things and make something unique out of five ingredients, three ingredients, four ingredients, six ingredients. Cool. And yeah, you know, you know, this tiny town of El Paso, which is not tiny little town, can it's compete. It's not that tiny anymore. We can compete with the Dallas's. We can compete with the Austins, the Houston's, the San Antonio's. Someone told us once that uh, there is five big towns in in Texas, and El Paso is one of those. But nobody remembers that yeah. El Paso is the fifth one. We're the biggest one for people, but not for anything else memorable. Yeah, we make great tacos. <laughs> we got I guess. Tacos. And we have a no. really dangerous city across from us, apparently. Ah, well, it's the wild west out uh, here in El Paso. The two Mexicans talking over here, like, no, nah, it's not that <laughs> dangerous anymore. Oh, I went last week. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. That's a lie. I know some people that did. I don't know if they're alive or not. <laughs> they're alive. I go there. They're alive. I saw them. I'm alive. Yeah, you're the person I'm talking about. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with your cocktails that Alex made. These lovely cocktails that Alex made for us? Yes. Cool. Let's go with the first one. So the first one, Alex had to give us a martini presentation. Yeah. So that means he wants us to smell it. Yes. Right off the bat, we have an open mouth glass. So the whole point is we got to smell whatever he put in there. He started (laughs) off with Tito's vodka. Tito's, again, neutral grain spirit. You said there was a flambeed orange? There's a flambeed orange or lemon. (laughs) It's a flambeed lemon. lemon peel. Okay. So Alex presented us with Tito's, triple sec, a lemon peel, and some Choco Noel mm. or Nole. So, mm. whatever happens. I mean, happens, it's not bad. Well, I mean, for vodka. Well, vodka, no matter what we do, we're not going to taste the vodka anymore. We're going to we're going to taste whatever he wants to taste. So, obviously, right off the bat, he wants us to know there's citrus in here. Because he's got the yeah. lemon peel, he's got the triple sec. That's going to be the, the forefront of the cocktail. No, so, I really like Tito's. I think it's a really clean... Vodka. Yeah. Some vodkas have more oils and you have off flavors. It this depends one is pretty... on what they're using to blend, what they're using their, to as their, their grain. So you can have anything from wheats to barleys to rice to potato to corn. Um, vodka is your first spirit. Vodka is... Tito beverage. It's gray the, hairs. It's the start of every... <laughs> it's it, This is bourbon without being barrel aged. Uh, yeah. So the neutral. next step, it's, it's a neutral grain spirit. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is when someone walks to the bar and tells you, I want a vodka cocktail, and you make it, and like, I can't taste the vodka. I was like, well, stop drinking so much. <laughs> or thank me because I did what I was supposed to. I hid the spirit. It's so, a Texas spirit, though. It is a Texas spirit. It is 100% corn-based. It is gluten-free, six times distilled. Wow. Yeah. Yay. Gluten-free. The funny you. part about Tito's is Tito's is actually – the biggest vodka in the market in the nation. More no than way. Grey Goose, Absolute, uh, who else is there? Belvedere's, Kettle Ones, Tito's is actually found everywhere in the United States. So this little tiny town in Texas, see? But they don't make it in Texas anymore, do they? Uh, they still? Huh? Still there. I don't know. In Austin. Yeah. We have a distillery in Austin. Okay. So yeah, but... I don't know. I thought it went like, you know, Texas big. has hit the map. National or something? In order to I don't know anything about Tito's. I don't know why, but I taste Texas. ginger. Ginger. Mm-hmm. Do you have any ginger on it? Well, I taste the chocolate. Little little choco in there. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Smells like. It smells like Sprite. Well, there's not because I'm reading his description and it does not say Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check again. 
No, there's no Sprite. No Sprite. No Sprite. There's no Sprite, no Sprite. No Sprite. No 7-Up, no Limon Lime. All right. That's different. You know, coming from Mexico, you call 7-Up, the drink over here, over there, we just call it 7. So the first time I ordered a 7 at McDonald's, they were like, what? You want 7 what? So you got your number 1 plus the number 7 at the same time. Pretty much. Uh, we're like, uh, and seven? then they thought you were a large obese man going through a drive-thru. It's for my friend. Oh, fun. Yeah, they, they didn't know Juan. any better. Hi, Juan. You're such a Mexican. A seven. Nah. Well, I am. I have a question for you, Bean. Sure. What historical figure would you like to have a drink with? Dead Ernest, or alive? Ernest Hemingway. Oh. The guy's a drunk. Yeah. Okay. That's Hemingway's. Yeah, that's he, why you would have a drink with him? Or is there another reason? got why a drink him? named after him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fucking tasty. The Hemingway daiquiri. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's he's his second so, appearance on so our show. So just because he's a drunk, you would have a drink with well, him. Well, he's seen a lot of things. He's basically, all the books you go through from everything else that he did, Storm of Steel and all that stuff, he basically, if, well, no, okay, toss up. What if yeah. I could take two? What if I could have a drink with Hemingway and Bukowski at the same time and just have them yell at each other? Sure, the <laughs> why not? I mean, if the, whatever tickles are fancy, man. This but is, I'm going to need just... I'm gonna need the largest ashtray ever known to man. <laughs> That's fine. And I'm sure we can accommodate that. And two typewriters. A bar in particular? No. Lloyd's? No. Again, Lloyd's. No. no. Fuck Lloyd's. No. I'm no. sorry. Lloyd's, we love you. Not necessarily, not. not necessarily Lloyd's. Let's just put in like... It's got to be a like a cigar smoke lady in bar. All right. And then with some... How about we get enough selection? Like a really bad jukebox playing where only one speaker is working. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of like, you know, static going on at the same time. And you can still hear the drunk lady at the bar trying to get a drink, stumbling around. And then still asking for a dollar or asking for a cigarette. <laughs> But I want those two to like have a conversation. So like either at, at Rosa's Cantina or Choppers or something like that, or, or or is that too extreme? Did I go too far? We could go like central. We could like at that um uh, mm, mm. Pershing Inn. We could go PI. There you go. Nice. PI inside inside bar PI. Yeah. Where they still smoke inside. That uh. could be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hemingway definitely. And it's then, the second and time then Hemingway is in the show. Yeah. That's what yeah. Roth I feel like saying. those two would like just sit there and have like the most go nowhere conversation ever. Like, in a big ashtray. They would, they'd be angry. they'd be mad at each other. They would yell at each other, <laughs> but no one would get a point across. Like okay. Bukowski would tell us about like you know like how he loved somebody and then he stabbed her and then him would be like I lost my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it'd be poetic and oh. great. They could tell us the deepest, darkest things, whatever, and most people like, oh my god, that's so tragic. But yeah, <laughs> Give me to some them, more like, of that. I need to. It's so good. Oh, you like it? No, I just needed to imagine those two and being in the middle. There'd be a lot of rum. There'd, be, like, a there'd be a lot, lot of rum, rum, and then there'd be a lot of just, just straight pulls of whiskey off the bottle. Probably like something dirty and cheap, like an old crow. <laughs> That'd right. be involved. It could be plastic. It could be glass. I'm not sure. It'd start off cordial, like, hey, how are you? My name's Charles. Hey, I'm Ernest. How's my name? And then, like, five <laughs> minutes, they're like, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> it has to be, like, a really, really classy dive bar. Which... There's no such thing. Yeah. Exactly. No. Exactly. Those those two words don't go together at all. Like, it's like, hey, that's a hot, ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm imagining right now. <laughs> it's a hot, ugly girl turned into a bar. Okay. You, that's a great name for a bar. Hot, ugly girl. What are you guys doing tonight? We're going to Hot, Ugly Girl. 
There you go. There you go. No, we're not even gonna go to a bar in El Paso. We're gonna like Cuba. We're gonna sit where there's like the, the oscillating fan that's like about to fall off the ceiling. Clack 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 clack. And we're just clack, sweating. Yes. We're just sweating. La chica fea. Chica <laughs> <bonita> fea. <laughs> Chica La buena fea. fea. There's roosters on the floor. There you go. Okay, I think he actually just painted that perfectly. I think oh, I just yeah. went. Yeah. I was, I was, just, was there. just there for a minute. Beautiful. We've we lived that together. I transported. Right. What are you drinking? Why are you drinking a freaking Lone Star, dude? Because I'm cheap and easy. Oh, hi, Todd. We got Todd over here. He'll be he'll be in a podcast soon. And then Kid and all the uh, trivia crew just bothering us. <laughs> Wednesday night at Wednesday Black night Orchid. at the Black Orchid is trivia and yeah. Trivia is getting big in the city now. We have like trivia different yeah, nights of the yeah. week. Alamo, Alamo, after hours. So I think somebody else is doing on Thursday night now. I think so, they do it over oh, okay. the side Funk Myers. I want to say they do. Uh, yeah. that, that's really cool. Trivia, trivia and Pokemon Go. That's what it is about. Today. That. Oh man, that's how pedophiles get children. By the way, too. Exactly. You leave exactly. a lure by your house. No need for puppies or candy anymore. <laughs> it's a Charmander. Virtual mm-hmm. monster. Leave a Charmander by your house and you're going to catch them all. For real. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. For reals. So what is our next cocktail? Because we're finishing this one up right now. Because there's so, only one. Like, we made little. Alex didn't name any of these. But we well, have... Well, no. He just made it and like, just made them on the fly. out of his leaf. You know? So... I think what we should do is we should name these for Alex. Okay. So the first one... Alex number one. The first one was our Tito's. Our trip was our very citrus Tito's. So Alex Tito's. let's call that. Uh, I don't know, dude. Martini glass presentation. Mm. We'll call it the Check It Out. Check It Out. That is spelled S H E E C H. El limón flambid. No, the flambe. It's the flambe. It's a flambe. It's like plan B. Like plan, but it's not. It's plan on fire. with a B. You start with flambe okay. and you right. end with plan B. It's okay. the flambe. Right. Plan B doesn't work, awesome. you flambe. Second one. Second one, we have a gin based cocktail. Is this, this one? We'll be right here. What the fuck is that green thing? That would inside? be a basil leaf. Oh, that's so Basil. So he went all like elegant. You went elegant with us. So we have aviation, gin. Out of Portland, like very, 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 very uh, American-style gin. So Ooh. they took the ideas of doing a London Dry, but they fruited it. They basically put a bunch of citrus in it. So that gin alone, when you taste it, a lot of people don't like gin because they think, oh, it's, I love gin. it's too strong. It's this. So this one, there's a lot of citrus notes in this one. Holy shit, that's very citrusy. So we have orange juice, we have lime juice. It is very citrusy. And then he hit us with ginger beer. Mm, That's what it is, the ginger beer. I haven't tasted the cocktail yet, but judging by everybody else going, (sighs) I'm assuming we are going to prevent scurvy. Yeah, so, uh, then we call it the SS Black Orchid. Yes. We're on the SS Black Orchid. He so went right too far on this one. Watch out for the tide. I love you know, citrus. So. Mm. This is... Ooh, I this think it's is, watered down already. I I hope so. Ah, it was, look at Bean's face right now. Like, okay. There's a lot of lime, there's a lot, a lot of lime a lot juice of lime. in there. So, sadly, the aviation by itself is a really, really awesome, sexy, sexy spirit. It's it is got, beautiful. I think we could have had a, just a, a, an aviation cocktail. We could do an aviation, yeah, an aviation little lavender. A little, little touch of lemon in there. So what's happening right now is when I taste this is I can I can smell the basil off the bat. So I've got that that little herbaceous, a little pepper, a little bit of a 
Can we have like Toyo make us an aviation a proper drink for fun? I'll be right back. I'm sorry, Alex. I love you, but this one was kind of. This one was rough. Rough. So rough. The, it's really, really lime juice heavy. So what's happening is when I smell the the, the basil, I yeah. get the pepper notes, and then when I taste it, immediately I get hit with lemon over the orange juice. The orange juice is gone. And then the, yeah. the ginger, if you like, if you tell me there's ginger, the ginger, I'll be the like, ginger's okay, there. Okay, it's right there, but I the can't. The ginger really... is at the back end of the mouth, but the problem is, is with the aviation, the aviation gets lost. Yeah. So I don't know. We need a proper, the, proper, proper. The cool part about aviation yeah, is aviation. American. Yeah. So they took the idea of a London style dry gin. That is an awesome American dry gin. They dude. did. They took it and they started to do certain notes. So we're seeing that in yes. Texas. We're seeing that with all these people trying to add a lot of citrus notes, you know, whether they're using oranges. Instead of straying away from the whole idea of like, let's throw a shit ton of juniper, let's throw a shit ton of cardamom, uh, orris, everything that you would find in a gin, let's start bringing out ideas of more citrus, more floral, uh, little honeysuckles, little bits of heather notes. That all got lost in here. Yeah. And aviation gin was actually made. For the specific part of making an aviation cocktail, aviation which cocktail. plays on the idea of the juniper marrying with a little bit of citrus, a little bit of sugar, and then touching the idea of the lavender. So yeah. a lot of floral. So, I mean, people sit there and they, they tell me they hate gin. and I, I I have a lot of people that hate gin. One, di- one guy told me, he's like, oh, it tastes like shaving cream. I'm like, dude, I've never tasted That's shaving insane. cream, but okay, whatever. You know, like. And I went home and tried tasting that lava salt, <laughs> and it just no. Did you try Gillette gel? No, I smelled it. Okay. No, no. Well, everybody has this misconception of gin. Whenever they, I, I think so. Yeah. Everybody has a spirit that they don't like. It's underestimated in well, the they, city. Well, they always have an idea of like, oh, I can't drink bourbon, or I can't drink tequila because I get angry. Or gin oh, yeah. gives me Dad, whatever that means. No, that's that's just you as a person. You, Vodka fucks me up. You're just a shitty person, so therefore, when you get drunk, that comes out. That's just a person. So if you're a, if you're a happy person, <laughs> all of a sudden tequila makes my clothes fall off. Well, that yeah. means you're kind of a slut. Exactly. <laughs> and, it's like ah. Uh... And call me, and I will leave you my number. On <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. No. So with gin, the thing is with gin is gin gin is made with junipers. Junipers are actually poisonous. So in essence, yeah. gins are always strong. So the problem is Don't you eat can those have. Berries. Two, two to three gin cocktails is basically like having four to five bourbon-based cocktails. Unless you know, if you're having a standard eighty proof, I you know, and that's the fucked up part. I love that, and I can have those. And most gin cocktails are either done in a martini style, they're yep. done up, so you tend to shoot them. You tend to basically we're talking two. Well, yeah, bowls. they're combined with fruity stuff, and you're just gonna drink it like water. Well, Yay. we just say it's called self-control. Like no one told you to down that drink no, in a sip. <laughs> I mean, it's a martini. It's supposed it's to be hot. Separate. Well, outside it's it's hot here but it's not hot anywhere else um i do love gin what i hate about gin is the fact that it has not made it to our market here in el paso so cocktails like not enough no very 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 like minute so gin and rum are big everywhere else except here but the problem with gin and rum is those are both high abv spirits because they're either a lot of alcohol based or the sugar Mm -hmm. content so you do get drunk faster and if you're drinking it that fast and you got drunk so quick, that means your bartender did a great job and made you a great cocktail. Yes. So that's the point. So they're meant to kind of be sat back and enjoy. They're not supposed to be bomb. Like vodka soda, vodka water, I can't taste anything. I get drunk. Cool. Bourbon, I'm not going to order 19 Manhattans and call it a day. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to leave the same way with gin. But it's something that has to be understood and has to be explored to where you can actually taste something mm-hmm. and understand what the distillers did and why they put all those ingredients and all those steps to it. Just appreciate it. Because they actually, a lot of gins, they go hand select these different types of herbs and spices in order to make sure that they have something unique. As where a bourbon, a bourbon's pretty straightforward. I'm going to get a wheat, I'm going to get a barley, I'm going to get a rye, I'm going to get this, 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 I'm going to put it together, I'm going to let that sit, let bacteria form, 
start to ferment, then I'm gonna make a distillation of that, and then boom, I'm gonna put it in a barrel for six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 years. Then we go to Patty Van Winkle, you pay 23 years and you pay stupid amounts of money and it tastes like shit. Really? But beside the line, it's not worth it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. well, I have a question. It's Number like two. dating a girl for 15 years and she never put out, and then all of a sudden you did, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> If you were to die, what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? Vodka, because every basic bitch drinks that. Oh, shit. God. <laughs> you had to go there? Really? I'd <sighs> be, oh, be a cosmopolitan. I'd be a classy-ass <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't want vodka. We come back as Better yet, or I'd be what? two fingers of whiskey. <laughs> oh, God. You just ruined the podcast. Oh, no, man. I didn't. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Like, I have to actually select, like, a like a spirit, like, that I've had or a beer that I've had. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Just Whatever you'd like know, to be. To, yeah. Something you always drink that you love that you like. You know what? I wouldn't mind coming back as a bottle of <laughs> I can go. Ice. I can go worse than that, like be a lone star because that means the 21 year old will always have me in her hand oh god <laughs> just kidding you were going maybe a matthew mcconaughey like all there. right all right <laughs> no um hmm. see he went from vodka to lone star and now he's thinking about it no the the truth has come the deep truth i would honestly one of my favorite favorite spirits which everybody doesn't believe is it's gonna be glamorangi but i'd be a sherry cast finish because that's something I can just throw on the rocks and sit back and drink and okay. sip on it. Fair enough. So you got a you got no. a ten year old. Here comes Toyo. Oh, we have a an we have aviation. A aviation. Ooh, la Where's la. my lemon twist? There's Uh-oh. a lemon twist. Yes, there is. There is a lemon twist. Uh, Toyo. Monday. Who's educating you? Huh? Who's educating you? Ah, uh, no. Alex. Okay. Where's your lemon twist? I asked him to rush it, so it's like, oh. Yeah, we need a lemon twist. Lemon twist. Lemon twist. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm repeating myself in this podcast like 20 times. Lemon twist. All right, well, he brought us an aviation without the lemon twist, so we're going to wait. There is so much metal going on behind my ears right now. Yeah, I know. Okay, so you would be the bottle of uh, Glen Glen Moranji. I'd be like like a nice scotch. I'd be like a nice Nice 10, 12-year-old scotch. You know, something that you just sit back and enjoy. Lafroig, full something, of peat. Something no, to I don't, no, I don't, no I don't, I don't like the peats. I don't like the smoke. Okay. I was gonna ask that. Yeah. I've been so, getting into the peaty scotches. Yeah, he's been into them. The problem that I have with those is those like wreck your palate. It's like drinking a super, super hopped up IPA. Once hmm. you have one, then you're done for the rest of the night. So if you're trying to taste something else, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you're no. No, no, I'd be no. a nice, affordable scotch. <laughs> <laughs> So anything Something that, is that everyone can have. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to. He would be a like a liquor whore. I'd be Michael. <laughs> I'd be the Michael Jackson of booze, where everyone can have some, and it'd be a ten-year-old. Oh, look at that! A pigtail. That's a See, beautiful lemon twist. So pretty. So pretty. All right, now. All right, we so we can, have our now. Now we can taste it. So we repl- we're replacing drink number two. Take a picture. Drink number quick. two is a lot of citrus. So our aviation, we have our lavender liqueur, we have our gin. Mm. I'm assuming you use aviation again. Yes. I don't know. A um, little bit of simple syrup, a little bit of lemon juice. So we're with this, the whole point is to Ooh. match the idea of floral Ooh. qualities of the liqueur to add to the gin. So we want to be able to... You know, this one always reminds me, it sounds stupid, 
But you know those purple chick chiclets, like purple no. bubble gum that come in, you know, no, from I, that I, little no, machine, no, that, that violet I, I, candy. I, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the crumbs of your lit. He's not Mexican. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I I'm a white kid. He's a white I, kid. I had big league chew. It smells really awesome. Mm-hmm. So we got there little, you go. You get the pepper. You get a little bit of notes of the yes. gin that comes through. So my idea when we make a cocktail is you never want to hide the spirit. You want to accentuate whatever the spirit has. So the whole point is get close. Get close. We have to Perfect. have the idea of find the gin and find what's good about the. Liquor. The gin, and then you have to... Well, not even just, just the gin, but just the liquor in general. We want to find what's what we want to taste out of it. But we want to cover certain things up, which, again, it would be the alcohol Yeah, burn. but the, what you want to do when you make a cocktail, you want to bring out those notes. It's all about balance. Complement them. It's all about balance. So whatever they put the time and effort to put into there yeah. is what I should taste. I shouldn't try to hide that. And that's the problem exactly. that you have to find when making a cocktail. Like, Alex made a cocktail. This could be improved to be a good cocktail. Mm-hmm. But he was in a rush. He was in a, he rush. Was in a rush. He did he it was, quick. Yeah. And he's but always, intimidated by he was being. Intimidated. He's not intimidated by me. Yeah, I'm he just, is. Yeah, he is. I'm like five foot don't three, <laughs> and I weigh 111 pounds. So I don't know why he's intimidated by me. Well, your because, skills. Yeah. What's your skills? So you have to find a balance. I've 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 been the same road. I've tried yeah. to make a cocktail real quick, and it doesn't work. But yeah. you have to find a balance between that. It's almost that. The quote-unquote umami feel, if you will. Okay. But you have to balance your citrus and your sweet at the same time. I just love that vanilla flavor that comes out of it. And how did, but not everybody's going to taste that vanilla. That's, no, that's, there's nothing to make it taste like vanilla. No. But for some reason, it's everybody's, coming out. And everybody's palate's going to be different. So if, yeah. I, if I may, I taste more pepper behind that than no. I taste vanilla. I love how the That's why we say like, there's no lingers. wrong way to describe a spirit. Because your palate is always going to be different. Yeah, Ralph was a little worried before for with the wine, the episode. wine episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, and wine's wine's complicated. When you have to start yeah. sipping dirt to have a degree, this tastes like gravel. Mm. <laughs> what type of gravel? When, when the word farmhouse or barnyard is used to describe something, <laughs> let's be honest, it tastes like a barnyard. How many times have you tasted? It tastes. It tastes like grass. It tastes like a pig's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to put that in my mouth right away. This, this, this was quality. chewed by a cow. And I'm a classy girl. I'm not going to put things in my mouth that taste like a pig's butt. Yeah. How, how uh-huh, do you know that sure. in the first place? Well, that's I literally sat there with a level too small and uh, had to sit there. And he's like, oh, it's got a barnyard feel to it. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Manny, please send us an email. Describe what that, that taste is. Oh, no, I know what it tastes like. It tastes like shit. <laughs> Translation. Yeah, I grew up on a farm. Yeah, and it's like if you don't know, drive in between El Paso and Las Cruces and then open your windows. Oh, right there, right there outside of Vinton. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> when you have to like, hey, go muck the horse's stall out. Like, when's the last time it's been done? Three weeks ago. There's a lot of shit and piss in there. And that yeah. smell stays with your nose. And when I pick up a glass of wine, you go, it's <laughs> the last thing I want to do. I, cos- I Cosmo Kramered my way out of that wine glass. Like, but... Going back to the aviation, it's very, very classic. It's very, very unique. There you go. It's you, a good drink to have. And if you're, you know, this is a good girly drink that sometimes it's, it's like, not hey, a girly girl. drink. You know, I know it's not a girly drink, but it's something that a girl would start off with the gin. But and why, I've done it here. Hey, and they're but, like, hey, is everything sweet and fruity? I'm like, here. Oh, my God, I love it. It's so good. And it's just like, ha. 
But I don't like doing the, the, the class or the gender-specific cocktails because there are a lot of no. girls that are out there that will drink a straight shot of bourbon. Yeah, yeah This I is know. just a refined classic cocktail that— I'm just talking that, about the El Paso one. Well, no, but we, we have oh, people that travel to this city. We're, we're a big city, but it's, yes. it's an introductory cocktail. It's something Sorry. that if someone walks to the bar and says, what can you make? And I ask them, what do you like? And they're like, well, mm. I don't really like gin. I was like, well, let me change your mind on gin. And yeah. I present something like this. Oh, this is a good mind changer. The problem yeah, with well, that is because, again, it's a martini, they're probably going to drink it in two sips like it's a shot because yeah. that's where we live. <laughs> yeah. And everything that does not have ice in it means it's a shot. So, therefore, <laughs> you should chug it. But I would love to sit down and have, you know, appetizer, like have a nice, like, yeah. start my meal off, a salad, whatever, something light, and then sip on that. It would be perfect. And that's yeah. the key point is sip. Not chug. Sip, sip, sip. Sip, sip, sip. Okay. So sip, sip, sip. So we go to our next question. You've got a lot of wisdom. You seem really smart. What is your personal motto? Hmm? Your motto. What do you live by? What words do you live by? My name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. You have to do it with an accent. That was my accent. I'm (laughs) I'm not Manny Patinkin. My name is Indigo Montoya. Um, you kill my father. Yeah, I think that. that's my normal accent. <laughs> my name is Juan that's Quintero. Awesome, dude. Do you have six fingers on your right hand by chance? <laughs> Love with six fingers. No, I don't follow models. I don't follow anything. I don't follow a creed. I just basically take day to day. Live your life the way you want to live it and then just roll through it. Shit cool. happens for a reason. Shit happens. Accept it. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll do bad Santa. Shit happens when you party naked. <laughs> <laughs> Thurman Merman and his sandwiches. Oh my God. Yeah. We always watch that movie for Christmas. It's a good movie. No, I mean, quotes are cool. Quotes and models are great. But in essence, it's somebody else's idea. It's somebody yeah. else's adventure. So therefore, you're living through somebody else's life. And you're not doing your own. And unfortunately, you could say, oh, I wrote that myself. Okay, cool. I don't believe you. There's no proof. So just live, live. Live your life to the fullest as you're supposed to live your life. Don't live through somebody else's words. Live through your own and basically leave your own path. Okay. Be like, yourself. Be yourself. I think, fuck it all. No, not necessarily fuck it all. Just like... Um, More like, fuck it. It's my fuck life. It. Become not who all. you are. Let the chips fall where they may. There you go. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my quote of the day. I made it. How was your day? day? I woke up. Mm. I made it for today. So on on what occasion do you lie? All the time, silly. <laughs> so, all so all the stuff I was saying time. is pure bullshit. Don't be yourself. Damn, you're handsome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, honest. I see that. I had a coach in life tell me that there's two types of people in the world: those who lie and those who masturbate. Which one are you? <laughs> I fucking masturbate all the time. See. You can either lie about it or you can tell the truth. Either way, you're eventually at some point in time going to lie. Exactly. So, did I lie? No. You could lie about the smallest stupid thing to jail the trash. Yeah, I swear I did. Like, why did you, you would get in trouble for it, but at the same point in time, that's, that's, it's, you're being a human being. What? What? He's looking at me right now like Juan is like. You didn't see the logic behind that thing. Like, those who lie and those who masturbate. I so didn't if I did, see the logic. If I, I said that. 
Did I'm I not so dark. But I'm your wife. Deep. I'm supposed to play like you know bad cop with you all the time. Yeah, so. but you, you know that. I think we went. <laughs> I think we went to a really really different place from the spirit. So drink number three. We're on talking the other to Ryan. Yes. Thank you, Ryan. Drink number three. What drink. is that? Um, this one is Yamasaki. Yamasaki is Japanese single malt whiskey. Domo arigato. Domo. Domo. No, that's Mr. Roboto now. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> uh, now he went sticks. Yeah. Uh, we have Yamazaki, a little apple brandy, apple juice, and orange bitters. All right. So, Yamazaki, the Japanese learned a lot of things that they don't know themselves. So Yeah. This they, one, we had to kind of like better up. We, we changed a few things. But with Japanese whiskey, what they did was they copied the ideas of the Irish and the Scottish. So... They do a single pod distill. They use a lot of peat. That was a huge plane or a motorcycle? It's a motorcycle. I feel like I was in Indiana Jones and Sean Connery about to bat the seagulls off the beach. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I probably the 80s. He's he's probably the best bond ever. Chest hair. Oh God, I would fuck that and climb light like a tree. Holy shit. I don't don't think you choose to have sex with Sean Connery. I think Sean Connery chooses to have sex with you. (laughs) So, Yamasaki, again, Diggy became unique. You know, Japanese, we're going sake, we're going other things like that. We don't drink whiskey. I just love anything Japanese right now. It's so good. I, I am disappointed in something. The screw cap. The screw cap? Yeah, it comes in a screw cap now. The bottle well, comes, there's a reason like, why. Little screw no, there's cap. a reason there's why. There's no cork in there. There's a reason why. Just like Australian wines, Australian wines people think they're cheap because they have a screw top. You have to remember it gets transported. So therefore, cabin I... pressure, air pressure, and heat will pop a cork. So if we were trying to cork it, it would not make it here. So wow. it has to be a screw top because that way we can steer the extra. But screws. last year wasn't. It wasn't, but they, that's why you only got so much Yamasaki because we were popping bottles. Not well, what about way. Hibiki? That comes with a cork. Hibiki comes with a glass top. A glass well, top is, is actually true. weighted. Is, yeah. It's weighted. So a cork is actually empty weight, no space, whatever. So it's going to explode. Mm. So huh. going back Bye, to Todd. Yama- yeah. Bye, Todd. Bye, guys. Yamasaki, again, Japanese whiskey. They adopted ideas of the way the Irish and the Scotch make whiskey. They like them. They change the idea by adding sometimes rice to their mash bills, so you mm. get a little no bit of a more chewiness to yeah. it, which the word chewy does describe whiskey. Good. It's it's like a bready note. It's an idea of you can taste something, and you almost have to like kind of work it through your mouth to taste mm-hmm. it. And once you do that, you start working the nuances that are meant for that spirit. So with the Yamasaki, we should have some peat. We should have some heather. We should have a little bit of jasmine notes, a little bit of honey. I mean, it's amazing. It's still the... It is. Uh, it's it's really good. Single it is small smooth, whiskey. It's, it's, it's amazing. But I was kind of turned off by the screw cap. I understand why, but that kind of throws you off. It doesn't mean something's cheap just because I the know. cap looks no, a certain way. No, I still paid the money for it. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is it is not crazy expensive. Shh. Yeah, it can be. Shh. What I do like about this is I'm trying to make money out of this. <laughs> the apple <laughs> and the smoke from the the whiskey actually blend really really well together. Kind of has that like. Dutch oven, like open campfire, yeah. apple pie flavor to it. Does. It. it does. It does. So with the whiskey, I taste. I wow. Get, who I, chugged that shit? That would be Juan. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I was looking for the rice. <laughs> 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 Trying to experience that chewiness, you know. But I taste, you, I taste, no, I like me? the Mary oh, of the apple. The, the, the apple brandy, the apple juice, those go well there. I don't taste orange bitters. That should 
I, I don't think we need the orange bitters in there. Uh, I honestly think if we did a brandied apple in there, like an yeah. actual physical Granny yeah, Smith actual apple, get a little sharp, apple. tart twist. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, bitters do not in this one. No, the I bitters would totally have an apple pie with it. The bitters get lost again because you're taking a bitters uh, to soft orange bitters, going with a peated scotch. I would take the bitters out. Uh, yeah, apple ready. Well, maybe not take them out, but you know, I've, unless them. you're doing maybe the yeah, like a Creole the, bitters, like a smoky, like a, a mole bitters or a barbecue wow. bitters. Yeah, might really yeah, work something with. Yeah, he could have used a chipotle barbecue bitters. But the chipotle, there. but but it's not spicy. It's more of the smokiness that would. We get want switched. smoke. We don't want heat. Yeah. And that's why Alex gets intimidated by bean. <laughs> so I think uh, a note of cinnamon in yeah. there would really bring that out, and that would give us that more like kind of homey, cozy Uh-oh. feel. Uh oh. No, don't make more. You're making more. Oh, okay. He's like. With barbecue bitters, uh, Creole bitters, and stuff like that, we do have a cinnamon. We have a cardamom note. Yeah. We have pepper, and I think. Uh, what about it, Thai bitters? I don't like the Thai bitters because that the the Is flavor that curry? of. The curry comes out, and the curry, okay. no matter what, curry overwhelms your, your palate yeah. completely. Okay. Like, as soon as you put okay. curry on something, it's, oh, it it it's going to cover everything. It goes somewhere else. I mean, it's, it's a great flavor, but not in that. Like, a mm. curry with that, curry would be pineapple-based. Pineapple-based, we have that citrus floral fruit, and we can go from there. So, what is your biggest extravagance? What? Biggest extravagance. Extravagance. Oh no. Yeah, like Have you like like traveled somewhere. Travel. Expensive bottle. I'm the most frugal person ever. You're cheap. I am cheap. He's mm. Lone Star. He's cheap. I'm Lone Scotch. Star. Uh like uh, the most like maybe spirit I bought or beer I bought yeah, or whatever. whatever you think it's an extravagance, the like the most expensive pair of underwear. I don't care. I buy a lot of <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> okay. There you go. Cool. There you go. That's pretty stupid. Um because I've never worn them. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you keep You've them in never a glass worn? case or something? No, just in a box. But I, 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 oh, man. I have, like, 240 pairs of shoes. What? And, you, and you've never worn them? No, no, I've worn some of them. But I can't wear them all the time, dude. I only have two. <laughs> you see, Juan? I'm not the only crazy one with you a lot almost, of shoes. You I, almost I have, have six one for every pairs of shoes. shoes. Oh, these are, oh, those are nice. these are just boots. Those are really socks. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, They are... Yeah. Gnomes riding unicorns, shooting lasers out of their eyes onto a two-bit world. Cute. Beautiful. Cool. Yeah. I have a lot of socks, too. My sock game is strong. I really like socks. I I like socks. I've been broke for the last few weeks. Mm. Where do you get your socks? The store, silly. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a lot of confidence to wear socks like that. No, uh, it's because I have a corporate job now, and I want to be fun, so they make me wear... Uh, do, do you go up to your boss and be like, "Look at my socks! What are the socks of the day?" No, it's like the yeah. outside. It's like the outside says like, "Oh, corporate America," but the socks are like party. Let's party. Suit sucks. Suit sucks. Tie suck. What's up the socks? You know there's like <laughs> sock services. You can subscribe and get like the socks of the week. Yes, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking that. about wow. that. Actually. Yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of expensive. Is it? It's like a stupid guilty pleasure, but like. So that's another extravagance. There you go. go. Socks and shoes. Socks and shoes. This guy's got a foot fetish. Um, Not necessarily Jordans, just shoes. Just Just shoes. shoes. Okay. Anything else? Vinyl. I like vinyl. Mm. A lot of vinyl. Do you have Uh, one of those like uh, the record players with the um, the cathode tubes? I'm not that old. (laughs) People. Like, like it, I'm, I'm, I'm considered old, but I'm not that old. That was really rude. I have a good friend that has one of those. Because people oh. like, 
Brian? Thomas oh. Edison? No. <laughs> <laughs> Different Because people listen to vinyl for the warmth and then the cathode. I will love give it more warmth. Vinyl. I don't listen to the warmth. I listen to because I have I don't great like records. Vinyl, but I love vinyl records. And I just have it in the room. Um, now, as far as like, I'm not. I'm kind of a tight water when it comes to certain things, but like, you know, if, if I'm going to indulge, I'm going to indulge. And mm. I have certain things that I've bought that, you know, at that point in time, I was like, why'd you buy this? But. You know, I've got beers that are two and a half years old that I spent 50 bucks on. I've got oh. I've got wines that are expensive, which I don't know why, because I'm going to taste it, so it tastes like grapes. Like, this is sour <laughs> bitter. It tastes like feet. In barnyard. In barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's very barn animal. Fun. Those are Spanish wines, too, by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> should we move on to number four? Sure. All right, go for it. Number four. This is watering it down. Right yeah, now. it's pretty much water. dead by now. Okay, so we have Hornitos Black Barrel. Hornitos? Hornitos oh, Black Barrel. Mm, Hornitos oh. Black Barrel. So Hornitos Black Barrel is... I'm in, that spirit. So it's supposed to be... I'm the, horny for Hornitos. The whiskey drinker's tequila and the tequila whiskey drinker. Let's marry them together. But me personally, I don't think. I think it's its own unique it category. It has a little lemon... It's got a garnish of limes. Floating. It says limes. This is, not, this is, that is a you, lemon. This is not a lime. This is, is a lemon. Or it's, a, it's an albino lime. I'm re- <laughs> I am limon. Yeah, I'm reading it. It says hornitos, grapefruits, limes, honey. So Alex, Alex, Alex. The, the cool thing we are not going to catch scurvy today. Um, the cool thing about this no, one. No, this is so watered down. Well, it's going to be. It's been sitting there. It's, it's hot. Anyways. So hornitos black barrel is. An Añejo tequila that's actually been... Añejo. 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 It's an Añejo <laughs> that's been aged longer than a regular tequila. So what they do is they do the full month, the 14 months. So how long do you have to age it for in order to be an Añejo? An Añejo has to be seven months plus. So seven months goes to Repasol and the else. Isn't it two, a year to two years to be no. an Añejo? Seven months is the max for a Repo. After that, you can go to Añejo, you have... And we move from there, but it cannot go more in, than 14 months. In Mexico, every... Wait, wait, wait. Let's ask okay. Juan. He's from Guadalajara. He invented tequila. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what tequila. I told her when I met her. Anyways. Yeah, um, she still uh, believes it. You, you, count, no. you, you count the days and the nights. I thought he owned a tequila thing and had a lot of money. And it turns out he didn't. No, he does. He, does. I, he makes I it in his basement. Broke. Yeah. <laughs> so We don't have a basement. Going back to this guy, they you, do 12 count, months uh-huh. in a barrel. Yeah. Then they take a very, very, very charred American oak barrel, like a Ooh. scotch. So they burn the crap out of it, throw the tequila in there. A new barrel. Uh, no, it's, no, it's no, a no, repurposed. Oh, okay. They're very, very few. Well, barrels are very expensive, so they don't really do a lot of new barrels. Yeah, so yeah. they basically buy them off of American oak barrels that have been used for Jack, Jim, Johnny, yeah. Jose, Steve, Carlos, <laughs> Mickey. Whatever. Yeah. They bring them on over, and then they repurpose the barrel. So they rechar the barrel. Charring the barrel basically... Opens up whatever was in the barrel mm-hmm. and it helps bring out the Kinda carbon. Kind of like melts it in and revives it. Opens, it. it opens carbon. So once carbon opens up, you have air that opens in there. So those flavors are going to come out. So they throw that in there. So once they throw it in there, it goes for four months. And so when that comes out, you get this charred, super smoked tequila. Mm-hmm. But they put it into a barrel for two months to let it mellow. Mm-hmm. So you wind up with this tequila that has a lot of whiskey property. 
All right, let's Which see is, if Toyo can bring us a little sample of it because by this, itself. this yeah, this it's cocktail kind of watered down and it has a lemon instead of a lime. You can you can smell the cucumber on this yeah, cocktail. Yeah, no, the cucumber is in there. Like I'm sure this was a really I good cocktail the moment he made it. There's no cucumber in there at all. Yeah, man. it is. There is cucumber. No, take it a, says Hornitos, grapefruit, limes and honey. Take a whiff I tasted of that. cucumber, dude. Take a whiff of that. Alex, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, gone, dude. He just made him and left. He's like, there's something okay, green yeah, in here. Uh, no. There's something what? else. It's not just cucumber. I think it's I think it's pine glass is dirty because it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a pine glass, by the way. That's a rock no, glass. That's a rock glass, but what he was mixing, I think his pine, pine glass was dirty. Oh. Because I taste. <laughs> it's interesting. There's like a jalapeno in there, too. Maybe he made, like, you have spicy bitters? He may have. Well, that's a grapefruit juice for sure. It looks like grapefruit juice. Yeah. Well, it uh, says grapefruit. It's got that pink Okay, so It says the... grapefruit J's. Okay, so, so there's juice. grapefruit Jordans when in he, here. When he puts J, that's juice. <laughs> so there's grapefruit Jordans. Those are number fives. <laughs> if you guys can find those, those oh jump-offs are like 300 bucks. Alex is torning down Super. my reputation as a good bar right now. <laughs> No, no, no. Come to the Black oh, Orchid. Oh, wow. For okay. The so there's four. Ooh. Wow. We have so many things. It's like Christmas. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Star Wars episode. That's for next week. I can't do it. Oh, man. All right. So if you smell this right off the bat, the, the barrel's really, really in there. It's really in there. You get so, the wood right away. That's so sexy. What I do like yeah, about this. Yeah, it gives me wood. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a park bench, too. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I tried this. I didn't like it because I'm a tequila guy and I love tequila, but it's kind of like, why are you messing with something that's already yeah. made? Yeah. So the more yeah. I drank it, the more I kind of grew fond of it. This is meant to, they, they went the idea of like, Oh, this is a whiskey drinkers tequila. No, no. It's mm. its own unique thing. It's not tequila for whiskey drinkers or whiskey for tequila drinkers. This is Hornitos Black Barrel. It's its own unique oh, idea. And with the flavor, with the, the the wood and the oak and all that that come through, you get touches of vanilla, you get touches of things like that. So my idea goes right to rum. So when I taste something like this, I have that smokiness, which you don't find in a rum, but fresh citrus and fresh pineapple, uh, oranges, uh, even lemon juice, like a lemonade, things like that come out in this. So instead of trying to take the idea of making a margarita with this that's a mm. twist no I would totally have it served in a cognac glass and just like mm. yeah warm it up just a yeah. tad bit serve Beautiful. it out and yeah, then and actually just sip it. enjoy no lemon no, no salt no nothing bullshit like mm, that mm, like mm. that just on its own but again like we said earlier like the ideas of taking uh, eastern spices like uh, the, the Thai basil lemongrasses jalapenos things that accentuate mm-hmm. the idea of the spice that come behind it really move that well, cocktail. Well, we do have a good drink here with Ornitos Black. What is it? That oh. Pancho Villas Pantaloons. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. With that the... one is good with the Chipotle barbecue and bitters. the carne seca. The carne seca. Yeah. Right. So we have the yeah. idea of being smoky, smoky, smoky mm-hmm. and playing on that. But we can also take that idea of it being super smoky mm. and then brighten it up. If we brighten <sighs> it up and add the ideas of citrus elements to it and think of a tiki Think of a tiki with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You change the whole concept of it. We add these herbaceous notes. We add these super citrus, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of sweetness, and treat it like you would a bourbon to make, you know, an old-fashioned or we're going to work the burnout. But, like, let's elevate that cocktail and then use the nuance of what they used, which is the smoke. Smoke and wood. Okay. Smoke and smoke. mirrors. Correct. 
We just made a drink name. So we just had tequila <laughs> and uh, Yamasaki and all that. So what do you do when you're drunk? I usually climb things and get naked. Like seriously? Yeah. Can I go with him when he gets drunk one? <laughs> no. Joseph, he's climbing things. There's like... She oh, might no, be the I'm thing. not looking forward to the climbing thing. I'm looking forward to the getting naked. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I make really, 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 really bad decisions when I get drunk. So, like, there's, like, levels of drunk. There's, like, I'm drunk. I am drunk. sorry, Ryan's girlfriend, if you're listening to this. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> Boo? No, I'm sorry, Juan. I love you. No, um... Yes, I'm listening. <laughs> you're my girlfriend? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, he's my husband. What if we... Um, Every M. now Night- and then. So M. Night Shyamalan just wrote this podcast, and we had a huge twist. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I get drunk, uh, yeah, I tend to climb things, and I tend to just do stupid stuff. But that, you know, those are like once a year, like Groundhog Day. I'm like Pakistani Phil when I see my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does. Do you have to have Bill Murray on the scene? Well, why wouldn't you? Okay. It's I'm Bill. It's Bill fucking Murray. I know the original Ghostbuster, not a lady cast. Get out of here. Oh, have you guys shit. been to Murray's yet? I yes. have. Is it worthwhile? Because while? Damien works there. No, that's not why I went. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, it's a cool little bar. I enjoy it. Hey, you know what? The East Side is doing okay. With the East Side is actually starting to change. I know. And it has nothing to do mm-hmm. like. You got it little, has nothing you, to do with Damien. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Damn no. Give us a call, <laughs> Murray's Tipsy Tiger. Give us a call. Yeah, we need to go there. Yeah, it's I was there something over there. No. You were there. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I honestly no, just I think, think I think well. the whole thing that has to do is it has nothing to do with we're east or west or whatever we are. We just have to basically stop relying on the idea of using a bag juice or whatever. And if you actually make a cocktail menu and you took the time and effort to do something, and you have your staff trained on that, honestly, yeah. even, they don't have to be like a hundred percent trained. If you just teach them like here's the basics, they will steer the person of what they want to drink because yeah. that's the first person that you go to the bar is you walk up to the bar you get asked two questions behind a bar what's on special what's good mm-hmm. so the next step is it goes to the bartender so if someone says like oh let me get a vodka soda like what kind of vodka so their job is to lead the person to drink something yeah so if they start telling you they want something like then you can slowly kind of like mend their mind and say hey man try something you haven't tried before and so that's where it starts. So if you can start someone to start having the idea of Curiosity. breaking away from the norm or the everyday cocktail, because it's just like growing up. The first thing you ever drank was whatever your parents drank. The first thing you ever tried is what you saw mm-hmm. in that front of you. That is true. Early so, could style. Yeah. Dude, I used to drink my dad's MGDs. It was disgusting. Oh, that's genuine gold. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, I live the high life. I drink champagne of beer. At least my <laughs> mother had good tequila at home. But again, yeah, so you identify what you had with them. Aww. So the next point is, is when you get a fresh-faced kid in the bar, mm. and he says, like, let me get a Jack and Coke, instead of like, ugh, steer him towards something. Because once you steer him towards that, and you start opening their mind, then they have the idea and the presence to try something new, to try yeah. something they wouldn't do before. Yeah. And... It sucks being behind the bar because you're always grumpy and you're always angry and people That is true. And people suck. That's why I just run the business. But sometimes <laughs> when you get that one person in there that grabs your cocktail menu and is like, let me try this, then it's just like, thank you. Yeah. 
So, I remember the last no, time. No, it's awesome when they come in and they open the menu and they're like, what is this? What is this? What are you craving? Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I Right. Up, yeah. Last time I asked you Bean know, awesome. for, for a Jack and Coke, he actually said, like, fuck you. I am going to give you a fucking Jack and Coke. <laughs> I know he did. He gave me something else. I don't remember what it was, but it was way better. It's probably a Lone Star. Yeah, well. It <laughs> probably was. Um, but what yeah. Is, uh, uh, eh. <laughs> I gotta ask, what sure. is your drunk state of mind right now? I'm pretty sober. No way. Boo. Always. Always. We gotta like. Boo. We gotta do like wild turkeys oh, to he, the belly. Uh, with no. Wait, there's some stuff in the fridge. Yeah, we do. We have some pretty solid gin and some mm-hmm. more Japanese whiskey. Yeah. Sure. Um. No, I'm pretty pretty controlled. Pretty controlled. What 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 takes you there? Like what? What does it take to get you drunk and climbing shit? Netflix and chill by myself. Mm. So then I grab a bottle of Knob Creek 120 and just go to town. Dude, that shit is awesome. It's phenomenal. And what do you watch on Netflix? Whatever it tells me to. Netflix knows me. It's it's scary. Do you have super brows? Do what? Super brows. Super brows? What is super brows? Yes, super brows. Is that like 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 eyebrows that that are more on point than anybody else? (laughs) No, I just discovered this. You go to Google Chrome. Oh, super brows, like with an S. B-R-O-W-S. Dude, I've been drinking more than you have today, okay? Super brows? Super brows. Super brows. No, I don't have super brows. You need to. But I have Amazon Prime. Mm. And I'll tell you what, Hannibal is creepy as fuck. Hannibal is awesome and it was canceled and that makes me sad. Yeah, but don't watch Hannibal when you're going to bed because your dreams are weird. Like weird. Mm. I, think I, I think I killed someone. I may have done it in my dream, but it may have happened. So I shouldn't talk about this. But yeah, it was really weird. Mm. <laughs> I think a man was made so into a cello. Like, and like I'll drive by your house. and You don't know where I live. Check on him. Yes, I do. You told me. No. Shh. Yes, I do. Juan's not here right now, oh, by the way. Fuck you. Mm. Okay. Well... Last question. Oh my god, so many. What would you do with a million dollars? Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> oh, I love it! Finally someone That's honest. the best answer ever. Everybody's like, I would donate it. I would oh, fuck invest no, you would, no. it. And then invest it. Which is smart, and I respect that. But then you said hookers and... Cocaine. Coke. Which I invested Okay, but real quick, when someone says like, like would oh, you like start your own little coke business or something? Or no, 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 I'm not Pablo Escobar. Be a pimp? <laughs> no, I just die in a. You don't want to be B. Escobar. But my question is, when someone's like, "Oh, I donated it. where? Uh, to the kids. <laughs> Which ones? How? Kids That's with like, cancer. It's, it's, it's a cop out. It's a cop out answer. Like, oh, I donated it, or hey, you know what? That's. Like tax I'd help, deductible. I'd help my mom. I'd, I'd pay my mom's bills. I do that. Like, no, my mom's got a fucking job. That's She's tax about to retire, dude. Yeah, and you think those people would actually know where to go? They don't even know what the charity I is. I donated to St. Jude's. I donated to St. Dudes, and all I got was the strippers. What is St. Jude's? It's <laughs> like St. Dudes, but not cool. <laughs> I'm so wrong. I'm, I'm get... having so much fun here. <laughs> right I'm gonna get now. fired. <laughs> Uh, no, you're not. No, but the whole point is, like, that's a cop-out. Like, I got a million dollars, would you? Oh, I'd help my mom, help my family. No, you wouldn't. You're, we're all... At least you're being honest. It's easy to say that now. And then you I was not even honest. Honestly, what I would do, if I got a million dollars, like, flat Like that guy from that Office Space movie, like, two chicks at the same time. <laughs> well, yeah, if you look like this, you can't do that. 
I would be the most selfish person in the world. I'd buy myself a house. I'd buy myself a car. What about your mom? No. I'd throw out a couple bucks, but, you know. She's I got hear, a, mom. Make it rain. She's got a job. Okay. You know, here, retire early. Is she bringing us something from her tour? I don't even know. She'll be oh, back. Jesus Christ. From her tour? She's yeah. She's in Kentucky. She's yeah. in Kentucky. Mama Bean's in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. She should be back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Bring some whiskey. Yeah. Uh, she probably disowned me by now. I don't know. But now, just don't cop out. If you had a million dollars, what would you do? I'd save the children. No, you wouldn't. Don't Nobody would save the children. Bullshit. We have booze. Booze. We didn't bring glasses, All silly. Right. Oh, shoot. Oh, you want to try gin first? Yeah, yeah but sure. this we're going to do off air. Oh. Yes, because we need to it. wrap it up. We're almost there. I don't know how to do that. Wrap it uh, up in El Paso. That's up to us. That's up to us. No, no, this is a joke. Uh, this was fun, guys. It was. So let's go over the, the spirits we had today. Yes. Spirits. We had Tito's. We had Tito's. We had Handmade aviation. Vodka. Aviation gin. We had... Yamasaki. Hi. Japanese whiskey. And, and Hornitos, Hornitos Black. Black. Hornitos Black. Hornitos was Black. beautiful. Yeah, so do yourself really a favor. Remember these names. Go to a bar. Ask for these spirits. No, 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 no. Don't go to a bar. Go to Black Orchid. Or go to the liquor store and buy them. Yeah. Because they're not that expensive. Go it's... to Black Orchid. <laughs> <laughs> you could have yourself Seriously. a whole bottle instead of, you know, a small night out. A whole bottle. And then well, I... if you come to Black Orchid, you get... Alex. Yeah, you get Alex to make you a cocktail and say, exactly. hey, Alex, make me the flambe, but <laughs> don't put... But then turn it into an aviation. But, no, 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 the flambe was the Tito's. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make me the non-aviation aviation, but the aviation. <laughs> I've been out at sea for six months. Make me something good. Uh, I have scurvy. The Jap- no, the Japanese, the apple, Japanese apple pie. Oh, that was that was all right. I thought of a travel name right now, but I don't want to say it on the air. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, we'll the say The not Pearl Harbor. Say it when we're done. <laughs> American oh is God. apple pie Jesus and Japanese. Christ, you're going to go to hell for that. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you very much, Ryan Bean, for coming in and thank you for talking me. to us and telling us what you do. Thank you, Black Orchid Lounge, for hosting us again. You're very welcome. And one. Woo! Uh, yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we're wrapping this up. Remember to listen to us, share it, and uh, have everybody listen to it. Subscribe, Tell iTunes, your friends. SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, if you'd like to host Twitter. us, contact us on all the social media. Yeah, we'll go to your bar and destroy it and get free booze. Thank you. And get thrown out. <laughs> get thrown out. Twice. We'll bring beans Twice, so you can get Yeah, like we'll go back and no. buy something. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Alrighty. We love you guys. Thank you, El Paso. Bye. Our gums are black, our teeth are falling out. We got spots on our back, so give it up and shout. We got scurvy, we need some vitamin C. We got scurvy, we need a lemon tree. We got scurvy, we just chilling on the scene.